that's my favorite word. BS. Why they gotta say it like short? BS. Say they can't play on my court, can't hang with the big dog, stay on the porch. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Hey, pero no hay boda. Titi me preguntó si tengo muchas novias. Muchas novias. Hoy tengo a una, mañana a otra. Me la voy a llevar la toa con VIP, un VIP, ey. Saluden a ti, Hey, 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 what's up, everybody? Hey, hello. <laughs> I just realized I don't have my eyes on. So we're fucked. Oh, well. <laughs> so, well, hi. I don't have any glasses on, so... I'm a little blind right now, but we Gucci, I guess. <laughs> um, welcome to another episode of the Hella Cheese May podcast. My name is Dana. And I'm Stephanie. And we y'all's host. Yes, the hostess with the mostest. Yes, that's for sure. <laughs> you know, um, how are you doing? How are you feeling? I'm feeling good today. I'm feeling uh, very relaxed with this sage we had burning over here. Yeah. Um, it is warm today, very warm. It is. Uh, we were watching the news and they said it was going to be pretty hot. So. Mm. How was your weekend? It was good. Um, I hung out with some friends. Uh, Leo season is still activated. We had another Leo birthday. Got it. And I'm going to throw that away. Sorry, guys. Uh, camera. It's my little <laughs> napkin. Um... It was another friend's birthday, so we went to uh, we went to dinner, and we also did our photo shoot this weekend, which um, more info to come at a later date. Yeah, and I think that was it. And then Sunday was kind of a chill day. It was mostly it was pretty warm that day, um, but yeah, that was pretty much my weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yes, we went to our photo shoot, which we're so excited to talk about later on. Mm-hmm. Um, and we went to Hess Fest in Imperial oh, yeah, Beach, which was right. cool. We did, um, we did break our non-drinking <laughs> I mean, we weren't really... Mission. We weren't... We were... We did have some beers. Mm-hmm. I feel like... California sober is a thing. It's like, you know, you're drinking champagne or wine. You're not really drinking hard alcohol. I feel like, you know, I had two beers that day Mm. and I had two glasses of wine at dinner. Mm. So I feel like I wasn't, I wasn't drinking hard liquor Mm. and I also didn't drink the rest of the weekend either. Got it. So, I mean, I feel like I'm doing well. Okay. As well as I can be in these circumstances. Yeah. Because let's not forget, it is still summer. Yeah, it is, <laughs> it still, is still summer. It is still season. hmm I did have more than two beers and two glasses. <laughs> so, I ended up staying out um, pretty late. But if only beer counts as California sober, then I guess I was sober as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> because all I had was beer. I didn't have hard liquor. Right. 
But I feel like that gave me a worse headache and a worse hangover than tequila, which is my usual go-to. But I had a really good time. Um, I got to stay out with my mom this weekend, which was cool. We hadn't partied in a while. Mm -hmm. Um, It was chill, though. It was really, like, local. We stayed in IB. It was fun. Um, Jesus was cool. There was there was a lot of people. Yeah. Um, the sandcastle they had there was cute. Mm-hmm. And then Sunday, I just chilled, relaxed, um, hung out with my littles later on in the in the day. Yeah. And that was pretty much it. Yeah, I um, I did kind of have like a little bit of a hangover the next day after my two glasses of wine. But that just goes to show that I hadn't really been drinking. Mm-hmm. I feel like any other time would have been like, oh, I'm just tired. But yeah. It definitely was like, oh, yeah, bitch has some alcohol. What well, cheers to us. Right. <laughs> you talk about being sober. Cheers. Yes. We're sipping on some Chardonnay. Some Chardonnay. You know, Chardonnay is my girl. I just want to say that when Dana drinks Chardonnay. Oh. Or, I mean, I guess, well, yeah, Dana. When I drink when, in general. When we, he has an alter ego that Chardonnay comes out. is my alter ego when mm-hmm. I drink Chardonnay. She's a, you know. She's a bad bee. She's a hood bitch. She is. <laughs> I thought Chardonnay was classy. She is. She's, I thought Heniana was clatchet. the ratchet. She's clatchet. Mm, I she's thought Heniana was the. Oh, no, Heniana. But I feel like Heniana... When she comes out, she she's chill for the most part, but when she ready to get turned up, she ready to get turned up. When she ready, when she ready to bust down, Heniana. Yes, <laughs> on the dance floor acting up. Yes. Yeah, I mean, but I have yeah. some, some good alter egos. Yeah, we'll get to know them. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, I I'm pretty sure. Um, because once this whole little, you know, me trying to slow down on drinking ends, I'm going to try. I think we should like, you know, try and make like craft cocktails. Like we should do some mm-hmm. craft cocktails and then. Yeah. Um, Give the recipes be, out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm a certified bartender. So why not? <laughs> throw that in there real quick. Yeah. Why not? Um, <laughs> why not try and showcase that here on our platform? And you guys can make them at home and hang out with us, listen to us, and make them too, or recommend them if you like them. Yeah. And let us know your thoughts on our Instagram. We can post the, you know, the drink. Let us know what you think. Interact yeah. with us. Yeah, yeah. It'll be. We'll <clears throat> we'll cr- make it something fun for everybody mm-hmm. for sure. Um. So I do want to make sure to mention that August is. Black Business Month, mm-hmm. um, and at the time that this episode comes out, will be uh, um, August will actually be almost over, um, and it will also be um, it's also Women's Equality Day, which will be that Saturday. And for you know this episode in particular, we have some special things happening. Um, we're gonna do. Uh, a surprise for you all on that Saturday. So, mm-hmm. you know, have your eyes peeled and open. Uh, the episode and visual will come out regularly, like always every Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, but Saturday we will do something special specifically for uh, Black Business Month and for um, Women's Equality Day. 
Yeah, we're very excited about this. This project, this collab. um, It's our first collab. Yeah, it's our first, you know, real collab. And it's an awesome one to start with and to be part of and engage with. And, you know, you guys be part of this as well. Yep. And go from there. Yes, absolutely. And with that being said, I want to shout out shout out the Pour Up Wine. Um, They are a, a black woman owned business. Uh, owned by two black women that are located in the Bay Area. Um, we'll be highlighting them in our special uh, our special episode. Bonus episode. Our bonus episode. Yeah. Uh, it won't be recorded uh, audially. It will be recorded visually. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we're excited. So that'll be cool. Yeah. So that's why you need to like and subscribe to all our social media platforms, our yep. YouTube, our Patreon. Yes. Um, Instagram, we'll have a TikTok of it. Um, just like and subscribe to all those platforms, and we appreciate your support so much. We're grateful for it. Yes, absolutely. Um, and you know, look out for it on Saturday, August twenty sixth. Share it too. Yes, share it. Tag us. Tag us. Have a drink while watching it. Do all the things. <laughs> yes, um, comment. You know all of that stuff. Yeah. All right, uh, shall we move into pop culture, our chili cheese may segment? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, let's do it. What do you, um, what you got for us? So the first one I wanted to start with is, um, it's been kind of like working my nerve, but <laughs> I've been seeing it all over. It's uh, this Bad Bunny and Kendall Jenner thing. Mm-hmm. I call it a thing because... I don't know that it's like an actual like relationship or like what they have going on. Yeah. Um, but they were just at the Drake concert together and ran into, I think, Kim Kardashian. Mm-hmm. And um, they were like hugging, holding hands and stuff like that. Um, so I guess they're still, you know, dating or hanging out or whatever it is they're doing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Um, my, I don't know how I feel about it. Um, you know, there, she's, she's, she's not a Kardashian, but she is a Kardashian. Oh. Kendall Jenner. That bitch is a Kardashian. Yeah. Her last name may be Jenner, but she's a fucking Kardashian. Yeah. So I'm just like, mm. They all act the same. I love them. Especially Kendall, though. It's just annoying because... You know, she had her, her, she has her tequila brand Mm -hmm. and she really, she did like a photo shoot and they were saying that she was like gentrifying Latino culture in there, Mm -hmm. you know, with the braids and the Mexicans out in the aloe fields Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Is that why the Latin community is so mad about that? And, you know, then she happens to go and date. Uh, Latino and none of them have ever dated like Latinos publicly or anything like that so it was just like how convenient would you say this is why <laughs> yes the community is mm-hmm. upset about yeah them two dating mm-hmm. and because he was with a girl before her like for a really long time mm-hmm. and she was with him since like before he really was like famous yeah so then now that he's like with a Kardashian it's like oh Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Bad Bunny's hot. He is. And you know what makes him even more hot is that when it's like 
you look at him you don't expect for him to have like a deep voice and i don't know if they turn it on on mm-hmm. his music or like you know you know you can like yeah. engineer it but i saw him on carpool karaoke and it was deep like that <sighs> so he's like that and it's like the curls and the He's so comfortable with himself. He's just, he's very attractive. He makes my cookie box quiver. <laughs> he does. I mean, he just does. It's like a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, listen. <laughs> I mean. What's your first topic? Well, um, I do want to talk about um, some more natural disasters that's going on in the world. Um, well, just actually just. You remember when we were talking about, you actually mentioned that we were going to have an earthquake. Mm-hmm. So actually last night, the Bay Area had a 3.4 earthquake. Oh, damn. Uh, that, I mean, sorry, not the Bay Area, but Northern California mm-hmm. had a um, 3.4 earthquake. It hit like really bad in Alamo, which is along the five and mm. uh, like near Fresno and all that good stuff. Um, and so that happened. And then one of the big things in the news is the Maui fires that's been going on for, I want to say, just over a week and a half now. Mm-hmm. Um, they, 25% of the area has been burned. Um, there that's has cool. been 99 people so far found dead, and they are expecting for the numbers to climb. Um, and it's just been really sad and really wild to watch yeah. on the news. And... I, you know, people have been donating water and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, doing funding donations and things like that. So it's been sad. It's sad really sad. Um, yeah. What's it, that, yeah. Yeah, it's sad. I mean, on TikTok, you literally see videos of people like rowing out into the ocean mm-hmm. to try to escape the fire. Like, I can't imagine feeling like that, especially because it's, it's literally an island. So yeah. it's like... It's very limited on, you know, where you can go, where, you know, how far you can go, yeah, you know, how, because, how, I mean, you can only go so deep because then that's another risk factor for your family. Right. And I mean, today I was watching the news and they were saying that one family waited in the water for five hours oh before like a rescue boat could um, get to them and anything. So it's been it's been pretty bad. Um, you know, folks <clears throat> been on the news that live there crying and, uh, there was a rescue story that I was listening to today that was pretty, it, it's just, it's sad. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I do truly hope that, you know, people are, if you can donate, if you can help do it, um, because, you know, yeah. they definitely need it. Yeah. But how go out to them and yeah. their littles. Yeah. But not to that white bitch that rode her eyes about the fires because she couldn't take her fucking vacation. Fuck her. There's always those people. <laughs> and there's the people that are still going to take their vacations there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't understand it because there's people literally trying to like flee. Or trying to fight for their <clears throat> lives. Right. Exactly. And they're trying to escape this and it's like you're gonna go in there like to this like for what like just go somewhere else sis Mm -hmm. if you're so mad about it then you can go somewhere else Mm -hmm. go somewhere else postpone it like yeah figure it out right because the reality is your vacation is is not they're gonna have to recover more Mm -hmm. from this 
then you're going to have to recover from this vacation that you can't take. It's insensitive. Yeah. As fuck. Um, anyway, <clears throat> um, TikTok. So, I'm, <laughs> so I don't even know how I ended up coming across this because I was on TikTok one day and... No, I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts. I was listening to The Friend Zone. Shout out to The Friend Zone. Um, and Hey Friend Hey, which is one of the hosts on the mm-hmm. show, was saying, she was, they were all, they were always just in conversation. She goes, rrr, rrr, rrr. and I was like, <laughs> why do they keep doing, doing that? that? And like, why does she keep repeating herself? And then so I learned recently when finally it was another episode after she was doing it, they were talking about how people are acting like, their AIs on TikTok. Yes. So, me being me, I went and searched this on TikTok and came across Pinky Doll, who actually I've seen online mm-hmm. before on t- on TikTok, who at the time was cussing out her kids or whoever was in the background mm-hmm. in the mix of her being live. And I was like, what's like, what's exactly happening here? Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I did come across like other. Uh, like hers and then today I came across this guy who's like playing like he's Drake's DJ like mm-hmm. AI DJ and I'm just like these people are making so much money this girl Pinky Doll makes about $7,000 a day doing this damn it's wild there's like couples that do it yeah. and they, they I saw just, a set of twins do it the other day shit. Yeah. I'm yeah. like they're like Ooh, gummy bear. Thank Ooh. you for the ice cream. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, spicy. Thank you for the chili. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what's happening? I'm like, I, why do I have to have shame? Why can't I fucking do something like this and just stack up? I mean, know? part of me was the other day I was texting my brother. I was like, I think I'm going to do AI. Like, I'm going to start pretending like I'm AI. And then they be, they be moving and everything. Like, <laughs> Like ex- they look like the robot. Yeah, like yeah. they're real AI. And if they put like a good filter on it, it actually, you mm. know, it looks like this person could actually be like an artificial intelligence. Yeah. I mean, where they fuck up at is they don't do like a good background and or they like be in their dark ass bedroom mm-hmm. and you can see the door. And I'm like, but. AI don't live in the house. <laughs> <laughs> like, AI don't go here. AI don't go here. Why don't you get you like a backdrop or mm-hmm. something like that? Like that seems more realistic. Um, and then Pinky Doll be holding a uh, um, a flat iron with popcorn kernels in it. Oh, yeah. I don't get it. That's another thing, too, where, like, everybody has, like, straighteners and they pop the little popcorn and people will sit there and just wait. For the wait, pop. wait, and engage and send flowers and all those other things you can send on TikTok and they cash out on that. That's wild. I, I'd that's be down to do the kernel one. I, like, I, I would just sit there and like pop popcorn all day, one by one by one. Do you think people. <laughs> <laughs> do you think people will watch us do that? The patience for that? Let us know, guys. Right. Comment on our Insta. Let us know. Right. Are we watch? being foolish? Right. Or if, is if there we something? do like an AI episode. <laughs> a whole episode. A whole AI episode where Jeez. we're holding a flat iron and a popcorn kernel. And you just sit there and watch us. Like how long? 
how long until you just be like, okay, this is stupid. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, that's what's going on in the world. Do you have any other pop culture topics? Yeah, I do. Um, so on the show, I've mentioned a couple of times already, uh, Casa de los Famosos, um, the trans woman won. Yay. Wendy Guevara. Yeah, she won. Um, she was her. It was between her and her little like fling on mm-hmm. the show. I don't know if it was real or not. I'm sure there's some, you know, reality to it. Um, but yeah, it was them too. And then she won. And, uh, I think she's like the first trans to win a reality show in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And so it's, you know, the, the angel in Mexico city was just like covered with massive amounts of people like yelling, like the cameras that face them, you know, like the street cameras. Yeah. Um, you can hear the Mexico city going wild, mm-hmm. um, in a lot of different parts of Mexico. So it was pretty cool. And, um, the trans and gay community in Mexico have been coming out a lot and like shouting it out and saying, you know, cause there's a lot of machismo in Mexico still. And, you know, they're hopeful that this can kind of provide more insight and break, you know, old, old traditional thing. mindsets. And for people who may not know, what is a machismo mean? So, <laughs> machistos um, in the Latin community are uh, men that are think that they're very masculine. Mm-hmm. And I say think because they not always are. Mm-hmm. And they can be controlling mm-hmm. they can be abusive mm-hmm. uh, emotionally physically both um they uh, have certain expectations of the women right like why are you gonna wear short shorts or what do you need to get so much makeup for or you know certain things like that um, which is controlling as well and just uh, very insensitive and think that, you know, because they're men, they run the show, they're produ- like they're dominant um, and that that's validates why they can behave the way they do. Yeah. Some like to even be the providers and just have the woman at home and think that a woman's place is at home or in the kitchen or, you know, whatever. Um, so there's a lot of layers to it, but um there's a lot of truth to it as well in the sense that that's like a really common thing in, in Latinos and the, yeah. Yeah. So. Well, thanks for clarifying. Yeah. Um, I will briefly talk about Tory Lanez and him going to the prison for 10 years. Um, he was just recently sentenced for 10, to 10 years after uh, the him shooting Megan the Stallion in her foot, um, which was a whole situation that happened. Um, I was during the pandemic was going on during the pandemic mm-hmm. happened shortly or, or not too long before the pandemic, uh, before the shutdown and everything. So, yeah, he's going to jail for ten years as he should. Um, he finally got sentenced. He finally got sentenced. Uh, he had a plea deal, but. Uh, denied the plea deal and, and decided not to take it. Um, and now he's going to jail for 10 years. So mm. good written. Reverse uno. Huh? Reverse uno. Uh-huh. <laughs> you don't yeah. want to take the plea deal. Like. 
Yeah, it's like, you know, what the fuck did you expect? And you sat there and you taunted that girl after you knew you were guilty. And it's just like... Classic narcissist. Oh, come on. <laughs> so, oh, well, good riddance. Hope you have fun in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Join a club or do something like while you some fucking books. Read some books. Suck some dick. That's what I would Take do if I went dick. to prison. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not a big man, so I... listen. Good luck. Good luck, bruh. Right. That. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, do you have anything else for pop culture? Um. No, not for pop culture. I mean, no. there wasn't a lot going on. No. I think the Drake concerts have been wilding. Have you been seeing, like, the bras that have yeah. been going thrown on onto stage? And then he's like, help me find the woman. And these women come out. And one of them, like, the very first one, she ended up doing a shoot for Playboy. Mm-hmm. I love it. And I'm just like, oh, shit. I feel like what I love about Drake... Is that because even there was he threw his like towel up at the audience Mm -hmm. and this guy and this girl was fighting over his towel and he was just like, don't be fighting that with her about Mm -hmm. like, don't, don't, don't do that for I send somebody up there. But it wasn't it's he's never gave me any um, notion that he would be disrespectful to his male friend, a male or like his LGBTQ Mm -hmm. fans. And um, all his other fans. So I think that's pretty cool about Drake. That's what I really like about him. He loves women, too. He does love women. And he he I mean, doesn't mind if they get famous no, or whatever. He, He's like... I think Drake has been very clear about like where he stands like with his sexuality and who he is. Which I love. I've always loved, loved Drake. Mm-hmm. I think he's amazing. Um, and so has the Beyonce concerts. When this by the time this episode comes out, I will be in Vegas, and I will be getting ready to go and have my Renaissance experience. So, mm-hmm. when I tell you, I am so excited to just. Go. I'm excited for you. Yes, my I have my outfit together, and no, I'm not wearing the platinum or the silver. I'm wearing a, I'm wearing pink instead because mm-hmm. I feel like I don't I'm I don't like platinum I don't like silver it doesn't look good on me mm. it does nothing but make me look darker and washed out mm. I've never liked it um, I never liked the platinum look mm-mm, mm-mm. I don't it's not for me so I'm wearing pink mm. um, and That'd I actually fun. I ordered my top and I actually need to. Um, I'm going to bleach out these cut-off shorts mm-hmm. and dye them pink. Um, I don't know what shoes I'm wearing, though. That's the only issue we're having here. I mean, you can figure that out later. I know. But I'm so excited for you, too. You're going to be turning up in Vegas, oh and you better drunk call me oh and send me pictures of the outfit. I cannot wait. I'm going to be... And have a shot for me. I'm gonna be, <laughs> it's going to be a whole movie. Oh, I'm excited for you. Yes. And we're excited to hear about it. Oh, yeah. We're going to do... We're going to talk about it. Um, yeah when I come back so I'm very excited mm-hmm. um, alright well let's move on to the main topic after we come back from this break see you soon stay tuned bye okay 
Hey, we are back, and we're in this thing. We're doing the damn thing. <laughs> I need to put my headphones on. Hold that thought, so I can hear myself. First, it was your eyes. I know. I'm now it's the up. ears. <laughs> it's. it's you haven't today. even had a whole glass of Chardonnay yet, girl. You know, and it's funny because actually, if I'm to be like real honest, I felt like I had a little buzz um, when like this past weekend when I like only had that wine and mm-hmm. like, it's like, oh my God, who have I become? Really? You're a lightweight now or what? I guess. Love it. Don't be jealous. It's like when you smoke and then you stop smoking. Oh my God. Not that I do that, but I've heard. <laughs> No, but you know, I like it. it your tolerance, uh huh. Your tolerance changes. Yeah, I miss, <clears throat> I miss it. You miss Puffyana? Oh my god, don't I? I just, I every time I see my husband, I'd be like, I'm so jealous. Jealous. Soon, friend. Soon, soon, and very soon. Anyway, um, we're back. Uh, where you are going to? Move into our main cheese made topic, which this week we're going to be talking about entrepreneurship, the struggles of being an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think we both felt like this would be a good topic to just have like a conversation about um, what it's like trying to build your own business, mm-hmm. trying to um, achieve your own financial goals while building your own business and how hard that shit can be, mm-hmm. um, how expensive it could be. And, you know, sometimes you have to make pivots. Sometimes you, you have to essentially just decide maybe this isn't the right direction to go. Um, it's a lot of factors come into when it, when you are trying to build a business or, um, you know, being an entrepreneur. It's definitely a a lot of sacrifice, um, a lot of struggles. Obviously, uh, there's pros to it as Mm -hmm. well. Um, But it's just having a raw, authentic conversation of what, you know, it really entails and the sacrifice and the investment, not just financially, right, but other investments you have to make into becoming an entrepreneur or having your own business, your own projects. Um, It kind of goes a little bit off of the accountability portion we spoke about this last episode and holding yourself accountable in achieving these goals, which is another factor as well. Yeah, so I gathered some questions um, just to kind of help us uh, build the conversation. Um, to start, I just want to say um, what it means to be an entrepreneur. So an entrepreneur is someone who organizes and operates their own business or businesses and essentially makes uh, their makes investments into the business or businesses in order to build it. Um, and it sometimes can be a huge finance, financial risk. Uh it is an, a huge financial risk, um, but sometimes it also can be a good risk and sometimes it may not be that good of a risk um, in some cases. But that's what an entrepreneur is when you look it up in the on Google Isha, 
or the good old dictionary. Webster. Um, Webster. But um, I do want to ask, what does it mean to you to be an entrepreneur? Mm, I would say um, being like not 100% self-sufficient, but having like a project or like a business or, you know, whatever you have going for yourself side job whatever um being your own like boss and you are the one that is like investing the money into this into the product into equipment whatever it is that you know you're building um and being uh, like responsible for it right so mm-hmm. then if it if it flops for whatever reason then that's on you so i feel like that just makes you that much more motivated or hungry like to succeed yeah. um and you know being successful in that as well and mm-hmm. ensuring that you become successful and you stay consistent yeah. and yeah yeah that's yeah. what i would say it means to me yeah i 100 percent agree um to me, it means all of those things and being able to essentially plan exactly how you're going to build this business, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, like we are entrepreneurs because we are building this Hella Cheese Made business and brand mm-hmm. um, and with plans to, to have it do. Yeah. Any and everything. I feel like the sky is the limit for for the for this show. One hundred percent. Um, for me personally, you know, in my past, I have designed clothes. I'm an artist, so I'm an artist and a designer. Um, I have had a um, clothing brand where I designed men's and women's clothes and unisex clothing. Um, that I decided to dissolve. A little, um, probably like a little bit after the uh, pandemic, mostly because I, when I moved to San Diego, I was kind of at my height. Mm-hmm. Um, I was doing really well in the Bay Area because I moved to, to San Diego from the Bay Area, which I've said before. Um, and I was doing pretty well there. And, you know, things were starting to take off. And then I did Fashion Week when I moved here to San Diego. And then um, met my now husband, and I was working for the post office as well. So it it just, things weren't really aligning. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I was trying to find my way in how I can do all of it at the same time, but it was really, really hard. Yeah. And then I I went into a space to where I was kind of confused of what I wanted to do how I wanted to uh, move forward with the brand Mm -hmm. and then the pandemic hit and then ultimately decided that I'm going to move in a different direction at some point. Mm -hmm. So say all that to say, like, you know, when you're taking risk and when you're investing money, you know, these are all the things that you have to kind of think about and make the plans to do, which goes into what it means to be an entrepreneur. And that's, Kind of what it has meant for me is just knowing when to pivot, knowing when it's time to take a break, knowing how to keep yourself organized to a point to where you know, like, maybe I need to either add someone in on the project or maybe I need to uh, 
um, go a different direction? I think, um, you know, because I have my my side business as well, mm-hmm. um, Mujeres Productions on Instagram, yep. um, doing like uh, backdrops. Like uh, we actually ended up doing a setup for a wedding as well. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like you said, um, making the decision of like, okay, I need somebody else's help like mm-hmm. to do this. And then also a big portion that has been a learning experience for me and that has been pricing pricing um because at first i you know i did kind of like overprice Mm. i will say that because Mm -hmm. i was like okay well i need to like buy all this product and this you know and material and my time and um uh, you know I, like you're so ambitious and eager when you start that you you can overdo it a little bit mm. um and just kind of realizing like okay let me budget it so i can start off like you know depending on the population you are you know trying to work with or serve or no serve mm-hmm. and i think that that's what i was still kind of trying to figure out and then now underpricing right because there's mm-hmm. so much competition out there in this business um and then staying consistent with like marketing and it's just like a whole lot yeah, <laughs> yeah. um like keeping yeah. up with trends Keeping up with trends and being consistent with, like, content, right? Mm -hmm. Like, people want to see content, content, content. And, Mm -hmm. like, the new little trends that are for parties and, like, new backdrops. And make sure, like, you know, you're buying, like, whatever you make in profit. You can use that to, like, buy something bigger and better, Mm -hmm. right? And then push that and then, you know... Be, make sure that your time is is worth it that you're getting paid for you know the time and energy that you're investing in this mm-hmm. and just keeping up yeah 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 i uh, pricing pricing is a big one um i i had to learn at an early age that you have to make people pay for your time mm. and I have to say that pricing, we people as people as people of color get really insecure about pricing because mm-hmm. of all of the backlash when it comes to, oh, you're charging too much. Well, you think you're like, yeah, like she thinks she's so good or she right, did, she's not. Helped. Right. Remember where she comes from. Where right. He, you know. Ex- yeah. All of that. And that could be from, that could be, you know, shit that your friends, some that sometimes it's friends, sometimes it's family. And, you know, everybody always wants to get the homie, homie discount. And you not going <laughs> to always get the homie discount. Period. Sometimes and, it's, sometimes it's people that are just haters. Yeah. Sometimes it's, you know. And let me also just say, if you're not willing to pay up the price that your friend is telling you that the price is for the service, the item, or whatever it is, then you're not my friend. And you're not trying to support my business. 
So, and you and you can take that how you want, but mm. that's a hard ass fact. You're not my friend if you're not trying to pay the price that I tell you the price is, whether you like it or not. Go go down to Lamarcus and get the homie discount. Don't come to me because mm-hmm. I'm not gonna give you that. I feel like I feel like it is it it has to do with like how everybody perceives like oh you forgot where you come from so you you have to give me a discount because remember when I helped you to do this you're helping me to do this mm-hmm. by paying me what I've asked you to pay me mm-hmm. so um I had to I have to learn that really early on like you know charge what you need to charge and who's to say I'm not gonna put extra effort into it but Correct. you like you're not even giving the opportunity for that to even happen. Correct. Like you're not letting me decide that if I tell you the price is X, who's to say that I'm, I actually may be giving you a discount because I'm actually going to buy extra mm-hmm. for you because you are my friend mm-hmm. regardless. And I'm going to take the extra time to ensure to that ensure. you're getting some top notch shit. Correct. So so yeah, I pricing is always a touchy thing and a touchy subject. I did learn that um, you know, whatever my hourly wage is, I always multiply that by um how much I'm making an hour at whatever current job I'm working at, how long it's taken me to do something, and then how and then adding on, you know, the tax and cost of materials. That's mm-hmm. always the top two things for me. Um, because I want to make sure that if I have to go out and buy another paintbrush or if I Mm -hmm. have to go buy another canvas or if I have to go buy more fabric, Mm -hmm. then I don't want to be feeling like I'm reaching for pennies to go buy the shit that I want to be continue to create and make it look the way I want it to look. Right. Um, so I definitely hear you on the pricing thing. And I think those are, those are big, big parts of being an entrepreneur that you have to kind of. Be clear about from the gate and um, to essentially be a successful entrepreneur. Yeah. And it's uncomfortable to talk about, but that's what it is. Like when yeah. you want to do your own thing, like you just have to, it's like with friendships or anything, like if you want to set boundaries or communicate, like then a friendship at this big age or this stage, it should be like unconditional, right? So they shouldn't stop fucking with you just because, mm-hmm. oh my God, she was going to charge me this, bro. Like, mm-hmm. or she didn't give me a discount in this. Like, I'm good. And then now it's like weird. Yeah. Or anything. Cause that, that 100%. kind of stuff really happens. Yeah. And it sucks, but it's like when you have a friendship or a family or whatever, and then you involve money or a business or something like, it doesn't always work as, you know, and I think that's important. And that's something you and I had a conversation about as well. Starting this is like, we're never going to let money interfere with our friendship. Like that's something mm-hmm. we're ne- like, no. and those are raw conversations. Yeah. Even if you're doing your own thing and like, you're trying to have your, mar- your family marketed or whatever, like you have to have those conversations yeah. or else it, it just like builds up. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, 100% agree. And this kind of goes into my next question of what are the three most important habits to be a successful entrepreneur, you think? Mm. Habits. I would say um, taking, like, 
taking time out of your day to like really envision where you want mm -hmm. the project or business um, that you're establishing to go. Mm -hmm. And um, like what your mission is, right? And making sure you constantly are aligned with that. Mm -hmm. And secondly, I would say being consistent. Yeah. <clears throat> and like, you know, like as we were trying to consistently like put content or you know just be consistent yeah we're always communicating about this and setting goals and stuff and then i would say the third is hmm, organization oh yes yeah i would say like being organized yeah and um you know like with this we have an outline we have like a certain time frame or like if we have free time like we'll try to we're just pretty organized yeah. with what we're doing and with our communication and like mm -hmm. deadlines and stuff like that mm -hmm. um also when we work with people like yeah. whether it's a photographer uh audio engineer yep. um a collaborator yep. like we're pretty on top of these things yeah. and communicate consistently mm -hmm. um so I think that's important. What yeah. about for you? Um, organization is my top one. That's number one for me. Mm -hmm. um, and for the exact same reasons that you mentioned, just because if you aren't organized with what you're doing, then it's a 99% chance that you're not going to be successful in what you're looking to do. Um, and I just feel like because you need to organize that calendar, you need to make that to-do list, you need to make sure that you know what it is that you need to do on Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday, and, and Wednesday. Like, you need to make sure you know what needs to be done in order to get to that angle at the end of the week in order to be successful. So, I um, organization is very big. Um, I will also say communication um, mm -hmm. because there is a certain amount of communication that you need to have if you're going to collaborate with others or if you're going to include others in what you're doing, um, there's a sp specific amount of communication that you need to make sure you do in order to make sure that is successful. Um, and then with the communication piece, there's some sort of professionalism, right? Like regardless to if there's been me or somebody else helping me, I've always made sure to keep a specific type of professionalism mm -hmm. when working with other people or um or or just being out like being social and at social events or things like that um and a good example of that is that for example like when we're setting up collapse i'm like there's we can send a dm that's fine but you need to send an email so we can send you a, a proper email with everything that needs to be in that email mm -hmm. and then also we are going to have a meeting and this meeting can be two minutes or five. I don't care. But we need mm -hmm. to make sure that we're meeting so that we know each other, what we're going to be doing, and so that there's nothing lost in communication. Um, so it's just like all of those things have to be – those things definitely have to be together as far as organization and professionalism and communication. Um, lastly, I would say that um, – um, uh, do your research. 
So, mm-hmm. like, you know, research trends, your market, research. Um, re- do all of the research that's necessary to give you as much information as you can find on the internet as possible. When I started my clothing brand, I could tell you how many times I researched how to start a fashion brand with no money. <laughs> it was hilarious. And there was nothing out there. Really? Nothing. I mean, like, I found some articles was like, oh, you can start a fashion brand with just 50 bucks. Oh, you can start a fashion brand with just $500. And, I mean, there none Very of it helpful? was really helpful. I mean, oh. it was helpful in a sense, like, you, you basically don't need a lot of money to start mm-hmm. a clothing brand, which is facts. All you really need is to be able to sew if or use some scissors or paint. Like, there's so many different markets out there for starting clothing brands or brands in general. Like, you just got to be creative is, is really what it boils mm-hmm. down to. I started my clothing brand when <clears throat> I was on unemployment. Mm-hmm. That's how I started I had I had some money uh, because I was working, and then um, I lost my job, and then I was on unemployment, and then I started my clothing brand. I was like, "Fuck this! I just I don't have time anymore." Yeah. Like, I waited a long time to get to that point, and mm-hmm. I did it, and I was happy I did. Yeah. The podcasting, I had it simmering in the back of my head for a while, but I mm-hmm. never really was, like, sure about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say for, like, a year, it was kind of, like, simmering because I'm, like, I would see videos or, like, I listen to podcasts, and I was, like, dude, I could, like, you know, they interest me. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I'd be, like, dude, me and Dana could do it because mm-hmm. we're, it's a vibe, you know? Right. And... You know, that's when you too you you had been thinking about mm-hmm. it and stuff like that for a while, yeah. but we didn't know until like we said something, yeah. and then here we are. Yeah, when you <laughs> actually text me and was like, "Do you want to do a podcast together?" I was literally at the edge of my seat of just saying, "I guess I'll just do this by myself." Like you know, I'll really? just yes, I literally was like. I think I'm just about to do this by myself. Mm. And then you literally text me uh, the day after I had that thought. And I was like, this is crazy. Look at God. Look I at know. the universe. Right. Exactly. So <laughs> aligning. It, it, and I feel like, you know, I didn't it, know that it's amazing. Like it, it's a it's one of those things where you never know who's going to reach out and um, what's going to happen and in, in, in those time frames like you never know how things are gonna align for you or like there's always signs right I think that comes with too is like with entrepreneurship is like you can sit on an idea brainstorm like get the information everything but confidence having the confidence and having the initiative to put it into action is a whole thing as well yeah um and having some sort of reassurance whether it's like some sort of sign or like something aligning and just like in your face and like oh shit like yeah it i should do this or yeah. okay well i am going to do this right i think um that and discipline are yeah yeah i 100% agree mm-hmm. um 
I it's you you just never know when your time is your time mm-hmm. or when it's time to just do something else or do something different. Mm-hmm. Um, so this kind of goes into my next question, which is the challenges. Like, what are some of the challenges of being an entrepreneur? Um, and I can answer, start ans- with yeah. answering just the, the largest challenge is the unknowing, like the not mm-hmm. knowing what's going to happen, not knowing what's going to come up, what, what you're doing, not knowing that, um, is this the right move? Mm. Is this the right, um, investment? Like you just, you don't really know until you know. Mm. What about you? I think that would be the biggest one for me. And I think as a mom, uh, that's single, um, and, works a shitload of hours and stuff i think also the like time management mm-hmm. i think you know yeah just like time management and finding a balance i'm just like between you know my kids sports and my my job and like this and then it's just like a lot and making sure I make and prioritize the time and, you know, make time as well too. like when I'm in mommy mode, like putting time to the side to like brainstorm or prepare material for yeah. the episode, um, work my overtime and still find some sort of time to like decompress or like breathe, um, manage it all. Right. I think is important um because you want to be completely present right like if you're completely burnt out then you're just like you're not present and you're not gonna give it your all so you need to manage time and find ways to like take care of yourself as well because you want to be present and you want to be able to give yourself authentically um during the process of right because that like for this right is podcast is you people right. are gonna connect with you right. or they're gonna like who you are and if you can't be yourself or you can't give a hundred percent of yourself then it's like it's gonna be hard to create that rapport yeah people want to see the one mm-hmm. authenticity and i think too like people are starting to get that with us I, you know just for them like we're starting to be a lot more comfortable open and have these conversations and i think that's that's fire even we're not even that deep in it but mm-hmm. there's such a huge difference of episode one to now oh yeah yeah and it's just gonna keep going that way yeah we're gonna yeah. keep uh going up and up um yeah. with y'all with y'all and i don't mean by turned up by you know just taking shots but we do mean it in all aspects. Right. Close <laughs> <laughs> um, captioning. <laughs> yeah, and I it's it's a it's a roller coaster mm-hmm. too. Like being an entrepreneur is an emotional roller coaster. It's a it's just it's a roller coaster in general. It's a lot of ups, it's a lot of downs, side turns and all the things. So it's scary, but there's also pros to it. Yeah. There's pros to it. That goes, what's, what are the favorite, what are your favorite aspects? I would say like 
I'm trying to set an example for my kids. Mm -hmm. And like, you don't have to. I have my nine to five, you know, but you don't have to just survive Mm -hmm. off of that. Right. Mm -hmm. Like there's more to life. Like if you have something creative in your mind and you know my aunt was like an inspiration to this too because she always worked but she also did had like her bakery business on the side Mm -hmm. we mentioned her the last episode but like she was still find time to do this and that was like her creative outlet so me finding that and like putting it into action as well for me I just, I want my kids to see that example mm-hmm. of, like, you can do it and, like, just do it. Just do it, yeah. yeah. I have the confidence to do it. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, oh, well, learning lesson and try something else. Yeah. And, like, find your path and your journey. Like, don't just settle with your, you know, your job. Mm-hmm. Um, what about for you? I mean, my favorite aspects are getting the opportunity to be creative um, because I have an artistic background Mm -hmm. and um, all of those amazing things. I just I feel like it's important for me to have a creative outlet. And this is part of that. And, you know, other aspects of us building this brand will be a part of that as well. So, yeah, yeah, being creative is a big part for me. Yeah. Um, because I don't want to be bored. Mm-hmm. I also don't want to. I don't want to feel like I'm just continuing to hit like a dead point of mm-hmm. like this is not fun anymore. Yeah, like um, a zombie or like a going through the motion right. robot. Right, and I also feel like uh, I I'm also someone who wants to do a lot of different things. Like you know, I want to write. I want to. I've always wanted to make candles. I've made paintings. I so I, I think I still want to do that at some point, um, and and then still design clothes. So mm-hmm. I think my ultimate goal is um, just thinking about like the favorite aspects is just to always continue to be creative and have mm-hmm. a creative outlet at some, of some sort and somehow and continuing to do different things to explore my creativity. That's important so you can be happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I can be happy and I don't want, I don't be annoyed with life because I don't have a creative outlet. Yeah. Because that's annoying as fuck. When you have a creative mind, mm-hmm. even if you don't, like, even for men, right? Like, a creative outlet for you can be construction, like some sort of construction, whether it's, like, pools or, like, you know, like, or landscaping. Wrapping yeah, wrapping cars, like... Some cool tints. I've been seeing all kinds of cool tint oh designs on TikTok. Like, there's outlets for men. There's outlets for kids. There's yeah. outlet for women, yeah. LGBT. Like, there's so many things. You just have to find, like, your. your yeah. And then, like you said, do your research and the discipline and everything else that we talked about. Yeah. I. Um, it's so funny because I, I wish. So, my brother does construction. And, like, um, I think he's also, he's a certified electricianist as well. So, I think he he specifically does electricity as well as everything else. Mm -hmm. He's kind of a jack of all trades when it comes to construction. Um, And I'll be, be like, thinking about it sometimes because I'll be in here and I'll be like, I could do some work in here Mm -hmm. if I knew how to do it. I could paint all day. 
All day long, I can slack off on some paint. You gonna climb in the even... attic, Dina? No. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? That's it, funny with the electricians. I said paint. Okay. <laughs> Like, some interior design. I could see you doing this. Do that. Your house that. is so creative too. Like I, I could. I've done uh-huh. interior. Design. I've done staging. I okay. used to stage with my cousin all the time. She's a stager. Oh my Magnolia. God. Is it Magnolia? Yes. Yeah, shout out her. Pull mm-hmm. up her Instagram. Mm-hmm. But I could totally see you doing that. You have like things of different like textures, colors, and it all kind of meshes well together. I like doing that at my house. I'm just like, bro, I need some more money to do that. <laughs> I mean, I, there but is. It's um, fun changing up your house every so often and like moving things around and just like that's your living space, you know? I feel like for me, my thing be it's Magnolia Home Stagers. If you're in the Bay Area and you need someone to stage, Hit up Magnolia Home Stagers. Even if you're a realtor so, and you want ideas, yes. like add her. So, yes. you know, like it's it. a black owned woman's business. Again, talking about Woman Equality Month. And uh, she lives in the Bay and she does staging. So awesome. Magnolia Home Stagers is um the name of it. Follow her. Uh follow her, like, comment, subscribe. Um no, but I've always wanted to like, even nowadays, doing, like, backsplash mm-hmm. is so much easier. Like, they they have ones where you could just stick it onto the, the wall. The peeling stick. And yes. they even have them, like, for apartments. Yes. It's, like, renter-friendly, and you can just pull it off when you're going to move out. Yes, and I just feel like, why why not, you know? You work but, so hard to pay your rent, especially in California. Oh, my God. I don't know about all the other states. I know there are, like, New York's expensive, Florida, a lot of other places, right? Regardless, you work hard to put a roof over your head. So, like, make your living space your sanctuary. Well, and so San Diego is now the number one most expensive place to live. Swear. Yes. Yeah, because everyone's leaving San San Francisco (laughs) um, because it's just terrible now with the homeless. Everyone's leaving here, too, I feel like. Yeah, a lot of people are moving out of San Diego, too. So. And listen, the home we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna oh, that, yeah, do a whole, a whole other thing. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 yeah. a it's a whole other thing. But anyway, um, yeah, it's entrepreneurship is is a challenge. Mm-hmm. If you are able to overcome it, if you're able to you know get through it, then you honestly can get through anything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of work. Um, the days will be long until you get to a point to where you are finally seeing profit and return off of your investments. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just facts. Listen, we got the underbags under our eyes. Oh we got God. the dark circle. <laughs> I sit with the mask now. <laughs> Listen, I need to get those under eye like mm-hmm. things. I mean, I have my skincare routine, but damn. I mean, like puffy and you like doing your skincare routine, even if you were drunk. <laughs> I commend you on that. I think that's and you've seen it firsthand. I'll be fucked up coming home and like make sure I wash my face. Yeah. I love it. Um. <laughs> anyway, lastly, what um like day to day? What's your day to day when uh when trying to um do your entrepreneurial things? Like, so what does your day-to-day look like usually for you? Uh, my day-to-day would be, 
wake up, right? Get my kids ready, get myself ready. Um, I do my my actual like work, so mm-hmm. I'll do like outreach and I'll do like everything I need to do after that. And then have I have my kids sports and then um dinner and then I'll usually like set time to myself to research like content of what I'm going to want to discuss on the next episode. I even set time to like manifest and mm-hmm. like just envision like where I want us to go or where I see us going and I know we can go. Mm-hmm. Um, and like looking things online, like information tips or like things I can use to better um, present myself in the podcast or like how we can work to present ourselves. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah, and then, you know, my nighttime routine and all that. Yeah. What about for you? Yeah, my day to day, usually, my day starts usually about 7 a.m., sometimes 6.30, depending on, 6.30 is mostly on six Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, uh, get up, uh, start working on um, projects, like currently working with a consulting company, um, and getting ready for the show on Tuesdays. Um, so I pretty much have like busy weeks. Like mm-hmm. right now, right now, like today, for instance, I got up, I was up by eight. So I was up later today. Um, I started getting ready for today. I had a bunch of workshops and trainings that I need to complete that I needed to complete and uh, sending out outlines and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. Um, today was a pretty busy day and then, you know, I'll go water the garden just to kind of get out of the house and get away from the computer, uh, figure out what we're going to have for dinner. Again, that goes into that creative piece, trying to create a nice, lovely meal for my and my husband. And then, um, you know, just getting mobile around the house so that I'm not just sitting in one spot for hours. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, that's usually my day to day. I feel like you were a cook in your past life or a chef. I probably was. I mean, now we need to do an episode where we're um like cooking. Oh my gosh, how is that gonna work? I don't know, but we'll like give a recipe and then we or like a bonus episode, like the one we're gonna do maybe mm-hmm. and like eat. Maybe what we'll do. I just want is... you to cook for me, honestly. Oh, <laughs> Dana's cooking is on fire, you guys. Maybe what we'll do is we can, um, we'll, we'll record audio Mm -hmm. for half an episode and then video record the rest, the rest for the rest of the episode Mm -hmm. and put it on YouTube and put it on YouTube Mm -hmm. and Patreon and all that stuff. So that could be an option. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, more to come on that, but stick with us, y'all. Right. We'll see how that goes. Um, well, my glass is empty. Okay. And I need a refill. Yeah. Let's take a break. Refill and then we'll be back for the spiritual segment of the episode. Yes. Stay tuned. Stay tuned, y'all. We'll be right back. Okay. We're back. We're like back. four flats on a Cadillac. Caddy. With yeah. a refill. Yeah, with a refill. Um, <laughs> yeah, I want some more Chardonnay. Yes. 
you know, I, like I said, I think you said at the top of the episode that we've been taking a break from drinking too much alcohol. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I'm relishing in this moment of having some Chardonnay <laughs> and some wine. That's fine. You know, and that's okay. Right. This is a no judgment zone, guys. I just want to let you know. Right. So please don't come on here with your judgments. And like I've mentioned before, no trolling. Yeah. And if you hear anything, my husband just got home. Hi, babe. <laughs> He's not saying anything. <laughs> so we pulled the cards. I'm mad that he didn't say anything. <laughs> Stephanie's all like we're recording Dana's a toxica <laughs> um okay so, who's going first uh I'll go first okay so I pulled the seven of pinnacles um the seven of pinnacles is a card about patience um it says here the seven of pinnacles invites us to take a break to observe the weight we we have done so far oh sorry excuse me to observe the work we have done so far. There is a time for work and a time for contemplation and waiting. Just like the garden who knows the right amount of time plants needs to bloom and seeds need to sprout. This card highlights the importance of waiting, which is not just an empty moment, but rather a fertile nourishing moment in which we stimulate our imagination and wait with faith. Mm. You know, what's crazy is that faith has been a really big thing lately for me. Mm-hmm. It's like, what really is faith like to me? Mm-hmm. Um, and like, faith is having like no question like about what's going to happen, right? Of like, because sometimes I think like, okay, is this going to hit? Is this like, what's going to come out of this? Is our investment into this mm-hmm. like, you know essentially gonna not pay off right because just engaging and having this outlet pays off but like you know help be a little more self-sufficient right as a mother that's single as a married you know man Mm -hmm. it's like there's we're real people right and we have real responsibilities and homes and stuff like that so having faith and like being patient of like this is going to happen and mm-hmm. this is going to take off. Mm-hmm. But it's just a matter of waiting for when it does. And I think also um, like doing the work myself. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, let me then just prepare myself. So then when it does take off, cause it's gonna, right. I'm ready. And I'm like in a space of like, you know, like you're uh, as in I'm a, prepared in a for accepting it. space. I'm in an accepting space and mm-hmm. I'm prepared for it mentally and I'm on the same level as my success, right? Because yeah. you can, God can give you or whatever, the universe can throw you things and opportunities, but if you're not ready for it, like it's only going to go so far for you. Yes. I. You have to do the work yourself. 150% agree. Mm-hmm. Um, what about for you? Yeah, same for me. I have been waiting to hear back from something and I feel like um, it's been taking a while. So my natural instincts is like, if it's, if I'm waiting this long, then it must be something bad. 
Um, but that's not always the case. Mm-hmm. So I have to essentially just wait it out. Um, I think also I've been trying my best to just enjoy the rest of the summer somehow um, and, and using the time to to reevaluate just where I'm at and uh, mentally and emotionally and just enjoy the time that I'm having currently while it's still summertime, it's hot, it's warm um, outside and go outside and just explore and see more. So I think that this, this, this pinnacle card just lets me know that I just, I need to embrace that more and stop um, worrying so much and just know that the universe and God got me for whatever Mm. is supposed to be for me. Period. Yes. So the affirmation card we pulled says, I release my grip on the things I cannot control. Which I would say is so crazy because every time, guys, like, look, pull your receipts, go back to the other episodes. Every time we pull a tarot card, the affirmation card is always in alignment with the tarot. And there's video of us pulling it randomly so there's Mm -hmm. no like setup Mm -hmm. and the description for this says my love have you seen that viral video of a man trying to mop up the ocean with a house mop that is precisely how you look to the universe as you try to control what is beyond you it's not a good use of your time or energy Spirit asks you to let it go and allow it to flow or better yet, find your own flow. Mm -hmm. The journal prompt you can use to kind of dig into this if if you like to journal is what is the root of my need to be in control? How can I consciously deal with uncertainty in healthier ways? Mm -hmm. How do you feel? Um, I think it just goes back to what I was just saying already of, honestly, no, nothing. The only things that are in my controls are the decision, I decisions that I make and the things that I do. And I think that just, that talks about just like the last episode, we talked about accountability, right? Take holding myself accountable for the things that I do and the decisions that I make. Mm -hmm. Um, and with this card in particular, um, I, I can't continue to hold on to the shit that's just not in my control. Like, people are going to do what they want to do regardless. Mm-hmm. And I, I have no control over that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I, I feel like releasing that grip will give me a lot more clarity and a lot more ability to just do what the fuck I want to do and continue to move how I want to move. And then when the next opportunity comes into play, I will just, they will have to work around me and Mm -hmm. what I have going on. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, it's um, like you said, I can only control my reaction to things. And I think that's the space I'm in. Um, Mm -hmm. As a mom that's single, um, it's not always easy 
co-parenting is a process and I don't touch too much on it um, yet, which I'm sure later on we will dive a little more into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a whole process. It's a whole, mm. it's a special kind of hell out here. Mm. <laughs> mm. But all I can control is my reaction. All I can control is what happens with me. And that goes for anything, any situation. All you can control is your reaction to things, um, your decision on things, how you approach things. And like it says, right, you can't mop up the ocean with the house mop. Like I can't control everybody else or like the all the other situations or factors or anything, I can only control what I can. Mm -hmm. And when my children are with me or like, you know, my goals when I'm doing it or like, I can only control me and my reaction and my efforts and my approaches to everything in life. Yeah. I 100% agree. Um, Yeah. So, you know, I feel like, take that with you all into your next week mm-hmm. um especially be patient. be patient i don't know what it is y'all got going on but be patient let it grow let it build um don't be too hard on yourselves mm-hmm. take a deep breath yeah and also cherish those people around you that are allowing you that autonomy to figure your shit out Mm. that are allowing you to um to do what you need to do to get to wherever the fuck you're trying to go to so i i think that's also important to say um whether that be partners or friends um the people that are around you supporting you are there to do that because you deserve and need that support so lean on them when you need to and and communicate with those folks and also on the flip side of that, folks reach out to those people who you know need that support mm-hmm. and need and need all of that. That unconditional, unconditional love. love. Yeah. That. Yeah, yeah. One hundred percent. So other than that, um, to close out this episode, uh this is <clears throat> the episode right before um I head out of town for Vegas, like I said in the top of the episode. To go see B. I'm Yonce. very excited. Yonce. <laughs> um, I'm very excited. And then. <laughs> I got the tongue popped down. Yeah, yeah. You just need a little bit more deeper. Uh, but okay. I support you and love you. <laughs> I'm a girl. <laughs> okay, man. Deeper. Got um, it. <laughs> deeper and, and, and a little more depth and interest. Um, <laughs> oh, Trust me, I have listened. Girl, uh, deeper, okay. Depth. Uh, that I have that coming. Got it. Look. Cheers to that. <laughs> <laughs> no complaints, there, friend. Um, yeah. So this episode comes out right before I head out for Yonce, which I'm very excited for. Uh, if you're in Vegas, drink a lot of water. Um, and alcohol and alcohol you know find yourself a balance um it's if you be need hot. a cool off by dressing skanky do, do hood that. rat hood rat hoochie mama. mama yes please. period please 
do it. Tag us in your post too. Oh my god, because yes, Dana's gonna be, be out there. Tag us. Yes. You know, send in some videos. Like we want to see the fits for these Yonsei concerts, even if it's a different one. Like, yeah. Tag us. Like we want to see. Yeah, please, please do, please yeah. do all of that. Um, I'm so excited. And um, other than that. Also, make sure to look out for the uh, bonus episode on August 26th. Mm-hmm. Remember, it's not on audio. It will be visual. So it will be on our YouTube and our Patreon. Insta. And uh, we'll put part of it on our Instagram. But TikTok, all that. Yeah, it'll be across all of our platforms. Um, make sure to listen, like, comment, subscribe. Mm-hmm. Our link tree is in our Instagram. So that's where you can find us on all of our platforms. Yeah. Um, anything? No, we appreciate you guys. Just please follow us on all these platforms. Engage, comment. We like that. Mm-hmm. You know, we like to be connected. We like to hear all that feedback. We like the positivity. And let us know how we are connecting with you and what you enjoy. You know, just reach out to us. We like that stuff. Yes. Um. Until then, we will... Talk to you and see you all in the next episode. Yep. Much love. Yes. All right, friends. Bye, familia. Bye.